Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I'm joined by presenter, podcaster, author, and entrepreneur, and one of my new favorite people, Gareth Howells. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's it's a pleasure to be here. I'm just off my holly bob, so um, this is my first work engagement back. So it's nice to uh, to to have a chat and uh, just talk talk codswallop, really. And then, or, you know, so thanks for being the first work engagement back. <laughs> well, everything's not too strenuous for you, but you just to be now you just said the word holly bobs, which is obviously very British. We we love that. We love a holly bobs. Yeah. Um, however, you just <laughs> to be fair, I haven't even got into anything yet, but the first thing that just popped into my head was are you one of those people that posts had worse Mondays? <laughs> Yes, I do, but I do it. Everything I do is ironic. Ironic. So when you're on holiday, you know, I think what happens is like genuine or Holly Bob. What happens is is I think whenever anybody goes on holiday, they get into the mentality that they're the only person who's ever holidayed <laughs> in their life. Um, and you know, there's this thing about there's this thing about British people where everyone's like, oh God, yeah, they're too polite, or they say sorry, or they always queue, or they say excuse me for everything, or thank you. But then there's another thing where, where we do like a good old brag. Um, and I think that Absolutely. I think you know, those poolside shots with questionable cocktails with how's your Monday going? <laughs> Days office. Blessed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Wish you were here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Really so I do it ironically because I think that's what my followers now expect. Um, I feel like it's law as well. I feel like is. if a British person was to go on their holly bobs, 
you have to do it. It's five That's... o'clock somewhere. Oh, five o'clock <laughs> That's somewhere. another one. <laughs> Here I am necking another drink when I'm mad. It's like, come on, hon. Five That's days' time, one. you'll be back and back behind the checkout at Asda. Come on. You know? My beef is not going to know what's hit it. Yeah, me and the gals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Even if the episode was there and there i think i'd be happy <laughs> oh god hon. i tell you what I, I i just love it all like you, you know with my account it's it i hope everybody who who follows me knows that as much as i absolutely take the piss out of these situations i absolutely love them as well i live for them you know it's like it's not coming from a thing of mocking like i like you know i i can be the most basic person in the world and own it i love it so yeah i mean own your basicness upload those upload those captions show us your pool cocktail you know we've never been on holiday before we love it <laughs> it's okay to be beige yeah it's <laughs> the message yeah. from this <laughs> yeah beige flags a go go <laughs> we go <laughs> but anyone who's listening who doesn't know who gareth is i mean one you must be living under a rock but two you are missing out because hunsnet is Honestly, it's become like a bit of a Bible <laughs> for me of everything that I need to get me through my days. But before we dive into all of that, I start each one of my shows with something called mm -hmm. the Weekly Waffle, which is a chance for me to get something petty off my chest in the hope that it makes me feel better. So obviously feel free to get involved. But I will. <laughs> we were catching up before we hit the record button. Obviously, we've... <laughs> these have been saved in the notes now because they've been so kind of ingrained i guess in the past like day or so like this is time to release them to the world exactly i'm ready i'm ready for this and what's re i mean i'm saying it bothers me um it's monday um <laughs> this is what's bothered me this week kids coughing sorry i mean kids coughing oh no oh, I, oh my god i, I mean, thought coughing. you meant kids coughing <laughs> no. as oh in god. like the wooden oh, box no. i was like no. this is taking a very dark <laughs> turn for a monday but <laughs> What, what what thoughts have I got on it? Okay, right. Okay, yeah. No, kids coughing. C O U G H I N G. Not to be confused with C O. Oh, I did not think that through. Um, <laughs> oh my god, sweated. Yeah, kids coughing. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, I know we've all. <laughs> shit. I'm hoping that doesn't. Don't please don't cancel me for this. Um, but yeah, coughing, coughing. It's yeah. my, I think it's mine. Like, why do they have to like roll their tongue out? when they cough it's all for a bit of attention i think hun. i think so and it's just like it was like he locked eyes with me and then just fully blown just coughed with no remorse whatsoever do you know what since the panny d the pandemic pamela demic whatever you want to call it <laughs> um, the coughing is like it's like they've just you know stabbed you in the heart it's if, if yeah. somebody coughs near you it's it's such a triggering thing now isn't it so yeah I mean yeah I've got to agree with you I think yeah kids I think definitely do it for attention mm. it's the only way it's just that whole like rolling out the tongue stuff and just yeah. like no, did you just cough no I, I was gonna I was gonna do the oh. and then I realized that I was like <laughs> I was like you I've literally just poured my heart out and how much <laughs> this bothers me and, and I was like <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, it, it did, what, at what point does the does it stop bothering you do you think there's an age limit or do you think it's you know is, is it okay to cough as a teen for example or a tween <laughs> i don't know perhaps we I don't need know, to test. yeah maybe we'll get, have we got any coughers out there <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, get in touch. Let me know. <laughs> Taylor at waffleshoppodcast.com. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> what, what gets on your nerves? Oh, do you know what? So um, I alluded to this in our pre-chat before we started recording. So um, when I got asked, you know, this question, I, you know, I had this Rolodex of things that I went through. Um, and then I realised, actually, when I was walking up Boxer Street this morning, um, that what is my ultimate pet peeve was staring me blatantly in the face. And I couldn't believe that I'd forgotten about it. Um, my, my pet peeves are questionable fonts. Right. So this is going to make me either say, like, people, people, people might be, people might think I'm a right weirdo, but just listen to me a second. For example, the Disney font used outside a Disney setting is hell. It's absolute hell. Yeah. Um, and you know what you see on, you know, some people have these staircases and, you know, they put the quotes up the staircases or in this house, we do Disney. And then they list all of the Disney songs and quotes and films and all of that. Got no problem with the quoting and the films and the messaging. It's the use of the Disney font outside of a Disney setting. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just an example of it. But there's a, uh, there's a, there's a cookie shop on Oxford Street I'm going to name them. I'm going to name them and shame. Ben's Cookies. I don't know whether they're a national tra- chain. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Oh, perhaps I shouldn't say that, because just in case I might do a collaboration with Ben's yeah. Cookies. <laughs> no, listen, I, wouldn't, I just wouldn't be able to do it. No, I wouldn't be able to do it unless they changed all the frontage of their shops. Ben's Cookies have got a Windows 95 font as their t- sign signage, and there is a backwards apostrophe there is a backwards apostrophe of it. And it, it, when this episode goes out, um, I will send you the picture and you'll see what I mean. I don't want to name a shape. I wish Ben's cookies all the best. I'm sure they're very nice. Never been in myself due to the font. Um, but yeah, fonts. I Question honestly think fonts. that's probably the best waffles I've ever had <laughs> on here. Uh, I, do you know what? I'm, I'm now not going to be able to unsee it. Because yeah. the first thing that popped into my head when you said about the Disney font especially was, have you ever seen one of those cards that has, like, powered by pixies? Powered by pixies. <laughs> <laughs> Badass boss, boss bitch on tour. Um, I, and I want to be really... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be completely transparent here. I did check your font, and I love it, so it's fine. I did check. <laughs> I would pass yeah. the test. Yeah. I would um, not be sat here. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not even a graphic designer or anything. It's, you know, I'm not even from anything from like a design background or anything like that. But fonts really, really, fonts used incorrectly or the incorrect fonts in, in the wrong settings really grip my shit. So, yeah, I'm just looking around my kitchen now. Um, yeah, I think do you have a favourite font? I do. <laughs> I do. Um, it's actually, um, it's actually the Hunsnet brand font and, um, I probably might get sued for this, but um, the original font that I wanted for it when I originally started, do you remember when um, Beyonce... Comic Sans. It's not Comic Sans. I I wouldn't be able to live with myself with Comic Sans. (laughs) Um, uh, When when Beyonce went on tour, not the last tour, the current tour she's on, the last tour she went, she had all these T-shirts and I... Oh, it's actually the font of her her album, Beyonce. You know that... The, yeah, the, the the pink one. Where oh, she, the block kind of collected. Yeah. So um, I don't know whether the font was obtained illegally. You'll have to speak to my graphic designer about that. But um, the, the original Hunsnet font um, is is that. For what I do now, um, I sort of 
only use that as the hero image just in case Beyonce comes after me because I I mean I ain't got the money. I ain't we're got literally the money five bank. minutes in, Gareth, and we've got Ben after us. We've got Beyonce after us. Oh God! And that ratty little kid who coughed at me. And said, <laughs> 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 I'll get you, my Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, when this episode goes out, um, I'm looking forward to a load of cease and desists, which is quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> got a cracking lawyer. Oh god. <laughs> I haven't really, I don't know why I said that. Mm-hmm. Um okay, well that's brilliant. But to that, it's a great place to start because obviously I'm I'm a huge fan of Hunsnet. Oh like, thank you. It is just you know what, I could be having one of the worst days and I will see a post of it could be like Cat Slater, Pat Butcher, <laughs> or personal favorite, obviously, which one of you has done a shite and didn't he flush it? <laughs> you know, and it's just that little reminder of like it could always be worse. Yeah. <laughs> I could have done a shit and didn't flush it and be yeah. reminded for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, so I want to thank you for oh, creating thank you. a safe space for me. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, it's one of those things where um, it's kind of taken a mind of its own, you know, um, the whole Huntsnet thing. I started posting silly stuff years ago um, underneath my desk at my last job. Um, not not literally underneath my desk. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> um, in a bunk, bunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in a mine. Um, so, um, I I worked I, I worked in the job. Um, I used to work for Tui Travel, um, and I had an amazing opportunity uh, to be the head of entertainment for Global. And I worked in a very corporate environment. Wow. As much as it was a great opportunity, and I did some amazing amazing things, it really wasn't for me. And um, I was basically flying a lot all over all over the world. Hmm, doesn't that sound amazing? It's not. Um, <laughs> <Holly> bobs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not on my holly bob. Watching other people on their holly bobs, but you know, um, and um, and yeah, I was really not enjoying it. Uh, but I was sort of backed into a corner because with that job came a really really great salary. I was very very lucky enough to be able to 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 get my house um, with my boyfriend. Um, so I felt like I was in a bit of a corner. Mm. Um, and I was like, I need a bit of an outlet. Um, and I started making memes. I mean, I've always loved memes. I've always loved the internet. I've always loved Instagram. And I started making memes literally when I was on uh, telephone calls to you know different places around the world. And when I say under my desk, I mean like switched off, on, <laughs> switched off on the, uh, on the just making memes. Um, and um, it sort of just went a bit crazy from there. And I think the one thing that I learned when I was working at TUI is about people go on holidays, you know, and places where people go is because is, is a lot of it is around community. Yeah. And um, and I was a bit like, I noticed that people were starting to, you know, respond in the comments um, and, um, you know, they were using some of the, the silly words that I was using back. They were interacting with each other day after day, um, even without me posting stuff. And I was like, I was kind of like, let's not make this about the memes. Let's make this about the Huns. And let's really, really go to town on, on you know, because you okay, Hun, this whole Hun culture thing is just yeah. a big joke from the internet. And, and my, my sort of light bulb moment was, what about if we took this from being a little joke on the internet and actually turned it into something tangible in real life? Um, and then, yeah, that's where it sort of all kicked off from, really. Um, and do you know what? Looking back now, it's just, it's just, I've been very, very lucky. I've had some amazing opportunities, but this is like without the Miss World moment. It's not about the me. It's, it's, 
I, I specifically post stuff now where people share their own memories and their own their own take on on you know because I also believe as well that we've all had similar upbringings and I think you know or a lot of us have um and I think why this whole hun culture and mean things kicked off is because particularly when you refer to something nostalgic people think oh god that just happened to me oh my god and then it creates this mm-hmm. connection community emotion da, 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 and then it goes deep and I, you know no but you know what I I fully respect that because I think it's just proof to anyone like all this kind of stuff like starts with an idea yeah and there's something quite remarkable in kind of seeing it all the way through i got asked this question this morning about this kind of why it's like fresh in my mind it's about kind of taking that moment to look back and be like oh yeah i did that yeah have you you know especially with kind of like like you said like this community that has now been created from an idea that you or an escape if you like yeah. for what you needed do you, do you feel like a sense of pride like oh okay I yeah i mean that. something it's it's so strange i mean uh, you know i think that a lot of people especially it is difficult to to look back and go oh my god that was that was quite big or or you know um because the the minute that you do that you feel that A, you shouldn't because, you know, imposter syndrome, et cetera, et cetera. B, because you don't want to be seen as as as, as bragging and, you know. Um, but also it's just things happen to me like through this through this Instagram account that is, that are just beyond my wildest dreams. And and I know that it might be silly, like, but me talking to Tanya Turner from Footballers Wives <laughs> on my podcast, you know, Zoe Lucker was genuinely one of the greatest days of my life like honestly and I know that some people are going to listen to this and be like you bellend but it genuinely was because it was just it was my little thing you know what I mean it was you know I watched the show before I you know before I grew as I was growing up in some of my formative years you know I've remembered all of the quotes from it I lived it for ages you know with my friends and and then to be able to 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 have these full circle moments with people and and them know what I'm doing. It's just, it's just mind blowing for me. Like it's, it's, and you know, it's, it, I'm very, I'm very lucky. And, um, you know, but on the flip side, I put in loads of hours for Work. it. Yeah, rightly yeah. so. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah. I think that's the key thing with that. Like, it's easy to kind of discredit like the late nights, the hard yeah. work, the you know, the the bad days as luck. And it's like I don't know. I used to always kind of say the same thing. Um, about like oh I don't know how I've done this I don't know how I've got to this point I don't know mm. how that I'm sat talking to that person it's like well you wouldn't be in that position unless one yeah. you were capable of being in that position or two that's you created that situation do you know one of my biggest hang-ups about it was um so I was I was hating my job at, at TUI um not for anything because of TUI or anything like that just yeah. you know I'll be really clear but it just wasn't for me um, and I used to sit on on the sofa behind me, um, and I used to, I didn't share with anybody, but n- namely my boyfriend, um, Shandon, uh, I didn't share with him what I was doing in the back of my head, but in my head I was like, if I can build this community up, I can, I know how to turn this into a business because I'd done it for other companies in some, yeah. of, my, in some of my old thing, and I was like, all you need to do is, is find the following, and and I never really shared that with anyone. Um, 
until very, very far in, you know, because Shandon used to come home and say to me, he's like, what, what are you doing this for? You spend so much time, like literally hours and hours and hours. And I think that one of the things um, I listened to, to Joe Wicks um, and when he talked about when he sort of blew up, um, at, you know, he's stratospheric scale now, yeah. but when he think he's, he said, you literally become addicted to that phone. And, you know, that has been one of the things where, you know, people might look at me and go, oh, yeah, he's just he's just doing this and making silly memes online. But, you know, there was a point where I was hours and hours and hours on my phone, you know, not really present in in a lot of situations. Um, so for me to look back and go to 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 look at something with pride. I know that it took me a long time to get to this point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm, it's not the hardest thing in the world and anybody can do it. You've just, but it's, it's, you, you know, if, if, if you're, if your Instagram account or your TikTok account blows up overnight, you know, uh, that, that is pure luck, talent and things like that. But my thing has sort of grown steadily over years and um, it, it, it took a lot of time. It took a lot of time. So when, when, when I look back now, the only thing that I can go that I feel pride on is like I just know that I put a lot of time into it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. With, with that, obviously, I imagine, and to, I'm saying this obviously, I don't want to kind of put words into your mouth or anything like that. But before I put my first ever episode out, the anxiety mm-hmm. that I felt, I like I logged out of all social channels yeah. after I posted it and just was like, what will be will be now. Yeah. When it first started, like you mentioned there about like like fear. Well, I don't know. I don't think you mentioned fear, but like about kind of like keeping it to yourself. Sorry. Yeah. Um, was there a part of you that was scared of kind of putting, I guess, yourself out there, like showcasing yeah. your personality just in yeah. case there was that kind of. Oh, God, yeah. I think I think there was two sort of stages to Hunsnet. Um, and the first stage was just memes and nobody not nobody really knowing who was posting them. Um, and then um, sort of fast forward, I'll, I'll sort of into uh, go in between two time zones here. Um, when I was posting the, the original content, I I didn't I never really I knew that if I could find a community and I could I could get them in a room together. I knew because of my background in live entertainment, I knew how yeah. to create an entertainment experience for them. So, so my thing was was always about that. But then, um, you know, talking about my Tui situation, um, I was working out of London with Tui um, and, you know, traveling a lot, as I mentioned earlier. And um, I wanted to work back in London, you know, because I was sitting on the M1 in my little Toyota Igo. I'm six foot four, by the way. <laughs> so just imagine what that looked like. Wow um yeah and um um and then um and then I want to get a job back in London as I was mentioned so I managed to get a, a job back in London um in J- January 2020 20 um 28th of January 28th of February I'm leaving the TUI office bye everyone good luck lovely working with you um I go on holiday for a week um and then come back and start my new job and um my new job was 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 touring a a CBB's immersive um, experience for children, 
Um, so if you know, if, if I don't know whether I said this was 2020. So I'd left, I'd left yeah. to, to go to this new job back in the city. You know, I was, I was, I was like, oh yeah, I'll be drinks on a Friday and all like this, you know, all of the city life thing. Um, and then, yeah, started this new job and, uh, you know, we went into lockdown and the company was new um, and, um, you know, I was in a very precarious situation because uh, I was in between jobs, didn't qualify for furlough. Um, so it was just, yeah, it was not it was not a great situation. However, luckily, the guy who set up the company that I went to work for um, I'm not going to mention a name. I'll tell it. I'll, I'll tell you who it is afterwards. Was a business manager for a very, very, very famous person um, before setting um, up that particular production company. And in the time when we were sat in, and, and you know, they kept me on three days a week because we were, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, right, well, you know, we're going to start back up in a month, you know, that yeah. never happened. They kept me on for three days a week. And it was at that time then where I was in the sink or swim situation. And I was like, right, I've got this little following online. How do I really, really turn this in? And I confided in, in him that I had this, because I never really told anyone that I was behind the means. And his reaction was, it, it sort of changed my way of thinking. And he said to me, he said, um, he said, Gareth, he said, this could be lucrative if you put your face to it. He, he said, this wow. sorry, that's me. That's me phone. Um, yeah, I said this could be he said this could be lucrative um if you put your face to it. And you know, fear from me then was like, I was like, oh no. Because at this point I was like 38 and I was like, do I want to be that bloke from Instagram? Do I want to do this or do right, I yeah. do that? And I was thinking, I don't know what else I'm gonna do. So I've got to do this. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, you know. It was, um, it was my sort of sink or swim moment, and and ever since then, you know what? I used to have it even with my friends. Like my friends, I used to be like, you know, I, they, you know, I used to, I used to think that they were judging me, or you know, because yeah. they all had like jobs, you know, like jobs. And you know, the, the flip of it now is that I, you know, I'm 41 years old, and you know, I, I, if you'd said to me five years ago that I, I would gladly say to anyone, you know, you've, I'm 41 years old and I make memes for a living. Do you know what I mean? It's just, but I do, it pays the yeah. more. It's, it's, it's given me some great opportunities, you know? So yeah, it's, it's just so strange. It's, it's strange, but it's that, I think strange, it's that. But it was quite clearly, I'm a big believer in what's meant to be will not pass you by. Absolutely. So quite clearly that series of events, as much yeah. as, they must have been petrifying up certain moments of like, what, what happens next? Yeah. What am I going to do to now be in this position where actually, if I didn't take that jump, where, where would the situation be? Absolutely. And, you know, I'll, I'll be completely cards on the table. You know, mental health for me is, um, is, is something that I manage. It's not something that, um, you know, there are days where I think, Oh God, what, what, what the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, you know, there has been days where I'm like, oh my God, I'm 40 years old. And I'm making memes. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, but the, but the other, but the, but the, but the, on, that's on a bad day on a good day. I'll, I'll go right. Well, look, Gareth, you, you know, I think, I think there's that survivor instinct that kicks in as well. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think because of, I'm very much like, 
I don't really hang my hat on something until I've until it's been done. Do you know? Yeah. And, until until I feel that it's like got to a point where I can hang my hat on it. But I feel that you know, if this all changed for me tomorrow, or people didn't like Hun memes anymore, I hope that I've got the skills to be able to apply it to something else. You know what I mean? But I think you've proved that. You've proved you can do that by the past experiences and yeah stuff. And yeah I, think, I just want to kind of remind you as well like I, I, I don't know if I said it when but I think I said it at the start of the recording on those bad days for me it can take one of those memes and oh. hit with like a sense of nostalgia yeah and it's fair like obviously I'll talk about like music doing this as well but I've found recently it's those like odd clips of EastEnders and stuff that takes me right back to being like a kid yeah. where I didn't have a care in the world and it's just kind of like I start in a weird way just from a meme of Kat Slater saying she's a total <laughs> slag <laughs> to being like Do you know what I wish I could go back to that point and just say to myself mm. like you're gonna be okay yeah. it's gonna get tough but it's gonna be okay yeah, I mean, the I I have a formula in my head with I mean, there's some days when you can just post something silly, something something pop culture happens, and I, I've got this rolodex of things that I can remember from the last twenty years that I can just fall upon to go <laughs> like that. It's 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 just crazy. It's a talent. <laughs> well, it's I think it's an I think it's, it's a curse. Is, yeah, it's a curse. Um, but. There are other times where content's slow, like, for example, you know, well, or, or things aren't happening in the world of, uh, of uh, world events to react mm. to. So my formula for doing stuff like that is to just pluck on the nostalgic things. Um, a big part of my life, you know, was, uh, you know, being going on holiday to Pontins. I worked at Pontins for a while. So I met so many people when I used to go on holiday to Pontins and I can remember, like, I've got a really good thing for accents. Uh, can't do many, like, but I'm not, it's not my impression. I've got this really good um, thing. Um, and I just call on the, those times and I can remember the way that people say things and the, the things that they said and that were, were important to them. And I, I try and bring that into, in, into some of the content. And it's, a, it's definitely a considered thing that I do. You know, it's like, like, for example, I was on holiday last week and I was like, right, what do people do on holiday? Or what are some of the conversations I've had on holiday? Um, and, and I call upon those and I put them, you know, I, I, I write stuff colloquially you know every time you know every few memes it changes but so that people can hear what I'm what what I'm saying in the voice that it's supposed yeah. to be said um and I think nostalgia you know particularly you mentioned about the nostalgia um is we had you know I don't want to talk about the pandemic or anything like that you know for at large but we had these two years where actually when you look back now it was absolutely insane and everybody's got their own story and everybody's got you know their own you know some of it's obviously fun sitting out in the garden drinking and obviously other parts of it are, are not so great um and and really bad sometimes and I think that nostalgia I think nostalgia is really having a moment culturally at the moment because it's just a bit like a warm hug. It's like it's familiar. Definitely. It's familiar. Um, I think that you know you spoke about music. I think it's you know it's no surprise that every single dance song that comes out now is basically Alice DJ Better Off Alone or some you know <laughs> because it's because everybody can sort of just go to just tap into yeah. it. 
Um, and I think as well, like, you know, like Kylie Minogue's having a real moment at the moment. And I, lo- I absolutely love that. It's really Adamic, isn't it? At the moment? It's, a, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> this morning. And I was like, I've done a lot of Padam memes. Um, if anybody doesn't know what Padam Padam is, then go and find out. They should uh, know. If you don't yeah. know, you should not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, um, and, uh, and last, last night I was sat there and I was like, going to do a meme series of famous Adams, Padam, like P- Padam Wood, 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 what's his name, Ian Beale? Woodyard, Padam Sandler, um, Padam Levine from Maroon 5, and I was just going to put Kylie Minogue's Adam and Eve. <laughs> Padam and Eve, yeah. Um, yeah. There's loads of Adams out there, and I thought, Gareth, this has gone too far now, you've got to start. <laughs> no, got... Do you know what, though? It made you smile. Yeah, it did, <laughs> it did, yeah, but... Yeah, I think nostalgia has, has, has been has been the key for me. And I think that that's what kind of differentiates me maybe from some of the other amazing meme accounts out there. And, there, you know, there are there are some great ones is that I just have this photographic memory of things that happened to me and people around me when I grew up. And, you know, working on those holiday parks and working in the holiday leisure industry met so many people. Yeah. And it just they're the people that I call upon you know, my memories of that, you know, I'm like when I was a blue coat of Pontins, um, we used to have a um I used to have a woman come all the time and this, and she's got, oh do you know what I Sarah, she'd love to be a blue coat. She would love to be a blue coat. And it's just that it's though it's that woman's voice <laughs> that I can hear in my head sometimes when I'm writing stuff. You know, it's just it's just silly. But you know what, it's it's real as well though, isn't yeah. it? It's not it's not trying to be anything that it isn't other than to make people smile. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, so that, yeah. you, we've kind of said it before about it kind of like being an outlet for you. And you said, obviously, you mentioned about bad days. I imagine this obviously helps you pull through some of those bad days. Is there anything else that you kind of lean on or that you kind of use as a mechanism? Yeah, I mean, um, I think, you know, I'm I'm very, with my friends. I'm very candid about my my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um um, and one of my big things at the moment, um, which which is something that I'm working to do to to sort out, is that I went from working in this completely social environment, you know, flying lots of places. And bear in mind that I complained about it earlier on uh, on in the episode, so I want to be really, you know, I'm, I'm very aware of that. Um, but I was around people all my life, yeah. like my whole working life, pontins, different guests every week um you know different teams every year so I'm and I'm a really sociable person and um one thing that that um that making memes does is that you know I'm, I'm very lucky enough now to work for myself but a lot of what I do 
doesn't take a lot of time to do you know yeah. you know uh, if if i'm working with the brand and they want something filming or if um if i'm making some content because i live and breathe this world it's something which which i don't really it, it i normally think on things on instincts and and they're what that's usually what ends up gets posting yeah um but i literally have this so much free time i have so much free time and people I, I i live a bit like a retired person to be honest with you um, and people listening to this now will probably go, oh, my God, what is he complaining about? You know, all of that. And I was a bit like that for a while, but I need to be around people. I need yeah. to be around people. And it's something which which um, which which I've realized that if I'm around people more, those bad days get less. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, so I think that I think that when when I go on. When I, when I was away on holiday, you know, you kind of do your to-do list and things like that. I was like, this is, it's not about making extra money or doing anything like that. I'm going to like, I, I need to be around people. So that's my, yes. my thing that I, I need to do. So, you know, saying yes to going for a coffee in the afternoon, you know, I go to, I go to the gym every day, not to, not to kind of, I'm not interested in the aesthetic side of it really, because I, I was previously and that's sort of, that's a whole other ball game, you know, yeah. of of stuff. I go because it gets me out of the house. I I, I make a, I live in Tottenham, which is in North London, um, and every day I make sure that I I go to Barry's Boot Camp in Soho, um, and I leave. I go to my house, leave leave my house. It takes me forty minutes to get there. I do the hour class, and it gives me forty minutes to be to to come back, and then that's three hours of my day yeah. that I am around people might not be talking to them or everything like that but you know I go my, my trainer Craig at um at Barry's we always have a, like a, a, a girly catch-up in the morning what's yeah. been going on you know it's just those sorts of things are really important to me um so I think my that that that's my sort of my plan of of attack for yeah. for those days which are not so so great I mean don't get me wrong I mean there's other days where you know I went on tour around the country with Greg's twice last year do you know what I mean so it's just you I've know the people to go on tour. I think I'd yeah. rather be on tour with Greg than Beyonce. Yeah, I think I'd rather be on tour. I think I'd rather be chat to sausage rolls than people. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's I think it's about finding the things that are giving you those bad days and then almost going, um, what can I do for me about those without being selfish? Do you know what I mean? It's I think I don't, it, do you know what though? I, I I really despise that selfish word when it comes to this kind of conversation because we we tend to lie, oh, I can't do that for myself because know um, it's a bit selfish sometimes yeah. like it's those little moments of selfishness actually turn out to be like the key to unlocking some of the best coping mechanisms for yeah. those bad days absolutely and we're, we're creatures of habit we're, we're supposed to be social yeah and I, you know I, I completely resonate with everything that you just said like I, in, especially in the pandemic i worked for like 18 hours a day from my room because i thought that's what i needed to do mm -hmm. and then when we were first started to go out like my social skills were, were were pretty much gone it's like i had to rebuild like a like the first event i went to after the pandemic i it was like sensory overload yeah. i did not know what to yeah. do with myself so i i, I get that like I, I need to be around people like i think it really helps with the creativity as well Absolutely. I think, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people who actually don't, I realise I don't like being on my own that much. And I think that's why I delve so much into the, the community side of it, you know, of, of, of Hunsnet, um, because it, it, it's, a, it's an outlet for me. Um, and I think that, you, you know, I think to kind of put into perspective of 
this whole living like a retired person, you know, some people, as I mentioned earlier, might think, oh my God, that'd be amazing. But why it's not amazing for me is because that lifestyle doesn't work for me because it's not something that I'm familiar with. Um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, like the, the, there's things that I do, like, you know, some days I say no to going out for 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 coffee with people because mm. you just can't be asked. But I think that I think that you know it's it's just about if I've got three or four things in in the midweek, whether that's like work things or social things or stuff like that, that's kind of good for me, and I know that I'll have a good week. Some weeks there's not much in, and then you know, I what I need to do in those weeks is is go and go right. Well, I'm going to do this on Tuesday. You know, I'm going to do hoover my garden on. <laughs> I've got decking, so it's that's why you need to hoover the garden, by the way. Um, my mum used to have AstroTurf, she used to hoover that. So I'm literally relate yeah. to that too. Yeah. If you're not hoovering your decking and you're out there sweeping, then God, you, you're wasting time. This is, um, yeah. So it, it, I just, what I need to do is make a plan, you know, because going from you know working for somebody else particularly you know this is the first time I've ever owned a business you know with owning a business there's sometimes there's there's stresses that you don't think about you know um you know you can plan you can plan as as much as you want but you know when you work with something like a pop culture and 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 yeah, me it can all change that, can't it it, it can all change like for example this year I, I had I did a lot of work um around the Eurovision Song Contest you know that that up until you know, you can't plan for that. You, you can't go, you, you know, you can't plan and say, right, well, I'm going to work with so many brands on the Eurovision Song Contest a year before because we didn't know we had it. It came, it was brilliant, you know. Um, but what I try to do now, particularly around interacting and working with brands, is is finding the calendar moments throughout the year that I know that I can create good content. Yeah. And that's things, you know, anything sort of LGBTQIA plus events, you know, Pride Month for me have been very busy. Um, Halloween is very hun. Christmas is hun on steroids. <laughs> Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day um, is, is that. The possibilities are endless. There's so many hun puns with everything. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just about just, you know, just trying to, to for me personally, it's about managing my time better not you know filling my time better rather than than you know sitting at home and and re-watching re old clips of big brother <laughs> <laughs> we all do it we all yeah do it. We do it. get the fire exit door <laughs> <laughs> get that fire exit door i'm off <laughs> oh god that's, too bad. that's actually how i sign off every one of these episodes <laughs> <laughs> is it <laughs> i know i feel too bad i feel like you're bringing out my inner hun Oh, listen. Like so, so. Yeah. How hun are you, like, on a scale of hun to 10? Do you know what? Depending on the... I feel like I'm a social hun. Yeah. I'm a social chameleon. That didn't work. Chameleon hun. Chameleon. Oh, see? There we go. There we go. Because <laughs> I feel like, depending on who I'm with, like, my barber, um, bless him, it's like sometimes I won't have these kind of conversations and I'll sit in the barber's chair and to be fair, he was the one who told me about like Padam. And then I was like, thank you. Now I feel like I'm infected with the, yeah, the Padamanese, the whatever it is, whatever it is. <laughs> um, and it would literally be like an hour of just getting my hair cut. I'm just firing. Quotes. Unquote. <laughs> hun um, bombs. Dropping hun bombs left, right, and bombs. <laughs> there we go. So I don't, I think it depends. I think it depends on who I'm with. Um, but I, I love it because it is that escape for me. Yeah. Like it's just that kind of, and it's the same with, I used to always like quote things back 
and no one else used to get it whereas yeah. like you said like the community element and stuff like that like if i want to shout like jesse nelson's jamaican accent yeah and there's now a community of people who know what i'm talking about yeah Yeah, that's that's exactly it i think that that's that's the brilliant part of it and i think for anybody who's listening to this who maybe doesn't even know what hun culture is or, or or looks at hun on surface level as like a live love laugh photo frame free at 500 trips to westfield smelling the charlie red britney spears fantasy that is like this surface level, but there's so many layers underneath it of like a onion. <laughs> yeah, it's just onion. It's so many. I've never, I've never used that one. That's brilliant. That's gonna get that one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just so many layers to it, and I think what I, I think people, what I love about people who interact in this community is the intelligence underneath it because. On the surface level, I don't know what this, I don't know what this is in, you know, there's probably a scientific name for it, but on the surface level, it's like, you're a silly, silly, silly person, but there's, but it's all done in irony. It's all done. um, It's all done. It's, it's pastiche almost, you know what I mean? It's, 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 I know it's very theatrical. It's, it's a parody. It's, it's, it's. Somebody wrote some once, I'm not going to claim this myself, but it's almost like your Hun character is like your alternative self that you that that you know it's almost like that imaginary friend that you go around with and I know people are gonna be listening to this as I'm thinking like what the hell's got is he talking about but if you get if you know you know like my hun character is messy um you know drinks white zinfandel sl- you know slings blue wicked down down him like there's no oh. tomorrow you know you know love in a boot cut jean but that's not me in in day-to-day life but that's the person that I like to tap into every now and again and I think you know when it comes to like silliness like mental health and thing just be silly with your friends yeah is just the is just the ultimate tonic I think if you're allowed to be as well like we're, yeah. I think we're we're kind of almost scared to be silly do you know what I think it was I think I, th- I say this quite a lot I think I think social media is people always put the best parts of themselves on social media. I don't give a shit about your new gray sofa that you want to upload. I want to see you falling off your heels outside all bar one, you know, and, <laughs> and your extensions hanging out. That's what I want to see. And it's not from a taking the piss. It's, it's from a go on, you know, it's real. Sort of, yeah. It's real. Like yeah. we've all done it. Whether you like yeah. to think like you're like, Oh no, I'm a little bit above that. Don't do that. You've done it. No. All and, done it. and I think that, I think, I think maintaining that I'm a little bit above this character for yourself, I think takes a lot of effort and time. Whereas if you just, I think that's what, what, what I love about, you know, the Hun culture and and, the, and what it does to people, you know, some of the people who follow me, like you would never, like you'd never ever guess that they were into it, but they're just yeah. like, this is so, so funny. It's just, it's just, you know, and I think, I think that when you can, I think when you look at celebrities, now and i'm talking about that finding your hun self mm. i think that's become a currency for them you know because i absolutely love ruth langsford but which, since she's realized that that she I, i'm speaking on behalf of her I'm, I'm guessing that since she realized that there's this whole community of people who are ready to build her up on yeah. a pedestal she's now embracing her inner hun self and everybody's having fun with it you know but you see it with like to fair one of my favorite episodes of your podcast um is with diana vickers and obviously kiki like yeah. and there was something quite incredible about 
she she was mentioned about obviously the X Factor days and stuff like that, and she like dived into the whole kind of embracing like the messy hair, like that kind of look, mm. which I imagine for a period of time, like we I mean we all do it, like oh no, I God, I can't believe I did that. Can't. Whereas now it's almost like an element of freedom. It's like owning your it's like owning your your faux pas or your yeah. or your past thing. When um when Diana came on the podcast before before I recorded with her, I ran I ran into her on a uh, on a, an event we were at, and we'd never spoken online, and we knew that we were meeting there because we were we're managed by the same people for the podcast, and um so it was almost like going on a date. Now for me, I'm turning up and going. and she was so welcoming she was so lovely and I was just you know like three glasses of wine and I was like Diana like listen can we just talk about the x factor and she was like fucking hell babe yeah but she had an amazing album for it I mean I don't know what what her you know journey was like the other side of the curtain but she gave us so many cultural moments out of that and I think the you know I think you can either shy away against it or you just go into it open right arms because, because, and she went and did Mighty Hoopla uh, Festival on, uh, I wasn't there on, on the Sunday, but I was watching the videos back. And the it's video, like, I, I was literally about to say that video of them singing once back. It, it's just, do you know what, I, do you know what I think it is? And I go back to, I go back to, um, to social media again. And this is where it goes into, this is where I think Hun culture and nostalgia is having a moment. Do you remember when we first started getting our, um, uh, our, our our Facebook accounts, I suppose, really, back in the day? I don't have Facebook anymore, but one of the things that would literally put chills down my back and not in a good way is my 10-year reminders of what I was posting. Gareth's going out tonight, going to get absolutely yeah. pissed. <laughs> and, and, like, looking back now, I can piss myself laughing about it. But I think what happened is we were all in that sort of mode. Oh, God, just upload anything, upload your Hollywood pictures, upload, you know, your Sony Ericsson camera phone pictures, all 96 of them from the night out. You know, we were we lived our lives so overtly. And I think what happened is, is whole car, you know, we all got Kardashian, I, I, I call it. And it's like, oh, well, you know, you've got to put the best version of yourself and you can't do that. And, it, and it, so you lose all of that silliness. Um, and I think what's happened now is people are over it. People are over yeah. Kardashian. I mean, you know, the Huns definitely are. People are over Kardashian. They want to see you at your, you know, yeah, they want to see you looking gorgy at the beginning of a wedding, of your, you know, your best friend's wedding in your in your lovely dress and everything. But they want to see you equally, you know, being a bit messy. At the end, where you, yeah. you've lost your shoes, your yeah. makeup's running, you've got chicken nuggets sticking out your pockets. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree with you in that. And to be fair, there's something quite incredible about this conversation even though we've kind of done it in quite a light-hearted way i think there is actually quite a serious message behind it in the fact like you know you you yourself are enough like cut the crap stop trying to yeah. be something or trying to prove to someone else like that person is probably thinking exactly the same thing as you are but like just be your i was going to try and slip a hun in then <sighs> authentic self that's that's a good one i'll I'll stop doing that now do you know what do you know what i I think you're right i think i think in life you know i think and i think this is maybe something that comes with age um or an experience is that is that there are always people who you know not everyone's gonna like you 
not everyone's going to say, but, but if you're in a situation where you are pleasing the people who you think are going to not like you if you post that, then they're not the people to be hanging around with. You know, it's like, you know, it's we've got we've got our, I mean, our, our group chat with with our friends you know, every other day, somebody else is, is taking a, a ribbon, you know, uh, you know, getting the piss taken out of them. And I think, you know, if you're with the right people, if it turns nasty and it's triggering, obviously you ask people to stop and then they stop. Yeah. But, you know, I absolutely love people taking the piss out of me. Do you know what I, I mean? I think it grounds me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, no, it's okay not to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm just trying to think about what they, they take the piss out of me most. Um... They, uh, my best friend Dan brings up pictures of when I had hair, you know, and we'll drop them into the in, into the group chat every now and again. Thanks for that, Dan. Um, <laughs> and you know what? It's like I literally you've got to sit and sit and own it. You know, one of the one of the other things, like what what I got ribbed for recently it was my birthday a few weeks ago, and I fucking hate birthdays. I just hate them. I just they're just like, <laughs> horrible. They're all when it's someone else's, but when it's your own, it's I love. Yeah, I love everybody else's. I have this saying, and it's I love the carnival, but I don't want to be the queen. So I love going to um to everybody else's, but I hate it. And I had all my friends staying over because we've been um been all together the day before and we were going to Beyonce that night. And they literally kept singing happy birthday to me all day. And as much as I was enraged by it, it's it's they're just taking the piss, you know. It's I think I think, you know, you're going back to what you're saying before you like posted your first you know your epi- first episode there, there will there will there will there will have been people there going oh what's he doing what's he doing yeah. they will. of course they will you know there's there, there, there is that but the people who are in your corner and champion you and, and and all of that you know they're the audience that you want to be playing to and I think that that's the one thing that I try and remember is that you know not everyone's going to like me um and I don't want everyone I don't necessarily I'm, I'm not going to be in a situation where I'm trying to get everyone to like me because it's just human nature, unfortunately. And you can't control what other people think. Yeah. You can't control how they feel towards you. Yeah. Um, this has been want, about I want, her. I want Kylie Minogue to like me. So, if, yeah, so I'll, I'll do whatever oh, she to wants. To be fair, if you ever, ever in any kind of situation, please call me. Oh. Because I literally, I'm, she's a diamond. She is. Absolute so, diamond. So I actually think my route to Kylie is through Danny. I've thought about this. Um, so uh, I equally love I am I I equally love Danny as, as 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 much as Kylie. Obviously, Kylie's got more music has had more music out, um, but I, I absolutely love Danny, um, and she started um, following me very very recently, and um, I did a meme about her stuck in an air vent, um, and um, she sent me a message. She just she sent me a message, and I was like, this was the, this was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, and then, yeah, after that, then um, I did a, a promotion with her old record company over the Neon Nights uh, yeah. re-release. Um, and yeah, she she we, she slid into the DMs a couple of times and I'm literally, it stops me with my tracks. So I think, I, I mean, just if Danny is listening to this, I need you to know that I'm not using you to get to Kylie because I absolutely just love, um, love you, Danny. Um, I would never do that, Danny. So if you um, ever want to... <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't have a Minogue off. Yeah. 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 Um, no, um, but yeah, I do think, you know, because... I think I think I think I could vibe with Danny. I think I'd have a really good time with that with Danny. I think I would dribble with Kylie, and I don't think that's a good look. So I actually think um, I think meeting Kylie um, 
would 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 be a special occasion, very special occasion for me. <laughs> um, really quite special, um, but probably not <laughs> special for her. You need a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, but I think I think she would probably maybe get a restraining order or yeah. ask ask me to leave the room after I think. So so some yeah knows yeah. <laughs> I got slung out of Aldi because I wouldn't leave <laughs> <up my own>. <laughs> <laughs> We Obviously, we, we talk about music a lot on yeah. the show. And I, I love this part of the show because I like to tap into those kind of moments yeah. and the songs. So we've mentioned, obviously, the pandemic and, yeah. you know, songs that kind of remind us of those good times. Yeah. I can't imagine it takes a lot, Gav, but what song would need to be playing for, to get you on the dance floor? Oh, do you know, I was I was about to say this earlier on. Um, I forgot how to dance in the pandemic. I used to go out dancing all the time, like yeah. literally out till the early hours. And now I literally, I mean, I'm six foot four, like um, I'm quite, a, you know, bald head. I'm quite a prominent person just to look at visually because I'm above everyone. <laughs> I literally feel so self-conscious. So I think I'm going to start dancing again. Um, that's just reminded me. Um do you know what? I think I th I think it would be criminal if I didn't ref reference this song, and it's Gala Freed from Desire, um, because <laughs> this, this is something that sort of changed the trajectory of what I was doing and has provided me with with loads of content ever since. So I was on holiday in Portugal. Um, you know when it went from when it was like the green list, the red list, and blah yeah. blah blah. Uh, it was my birthday, um, went on holiday to Portugal and literally rolled out the towel, bled on my thing and freed from desire coming on. And I was like, oh, God, you know, everyone thinks about, you know, my lover's got no money. He's got his trombolese. And I I wrote it on Twitter. And then I screenshotted and put it thing and it just went crazy. Like it literally went was it's probably my most shared thing ever. It was like, um, uh, so are you one of those people who thinks that Gala's Freed From Desire is My Lover's Got No Money, He's Got His Trombolese, or Do You Believe in a Fictional Instrument Called a Trombolese? Something along those lines. It gets screenshotted and they take my tag off it, but it, you probably may have seen it going round. Um, and um, ever since that song, ever since I did that piece of content, um, what happens now is that every Thursday, no, every Friday, Saturday and Sunday morning, my inbox is like, like at least on a weekend, at least 30 messages over the weekend of wow. people when they're in club situations or, <laughs> or, or, the, or there's like a cabaret singer singing it in Benidorm. <laughs> we'll record somebody doing my lover's got no money. He's, he's got something. And, they, and, and, they, and it's almost like, well, this is exactly what happens. They go, I have found the trombolese. So it's like this like giant <laughs> trombolese hunt that's going on globally. <laughs> Um, and, you know, and I've been sent, you know, Trump, people doing trombolises up, up above mountains, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's some trombolise stuff that I can't share um, because they're, they're rather inappropriate. But, um, it has been yeah. found, nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the, the trombolise has been found in somewhere. Let's uh, that's, that's sort of that. Um, but, yeah, I think, and, and, and literally, it's one of those things where... Um, it, that that sort of just changed the trajectory of stuff because what keeps Hunsnet going, you know, obviously there's the post stuff, but there's the story stuff, and it's, yeah. it's other people's lives, you know, coming on the on the feed. Um, so yeah, it would have to be freed from desire. Um, I don't know whether it, 
I don't know whether it get me on the dance floor these days now because because uh, I think that I'm I'm like I, because because people associate me with that who obviously follow the in- Instagram account. I would never want people to think, oh God, look at that dickhead dancing <laughs> to his own song. Yeah, not, I didn't write it. I'm not Carla. Just want to, just want to put that out. I think Carla is a famous Italian um, artist, and that's definitely not me. Um, but I've sort of it's sort of or is it? Fun. Sorry, or is it? Or is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perhaps this could all be a move. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were hiding a trombolese under that. Oh, God, yeah. I've been hiding my trombolese and my choppy, choppy bob below the layers, my bell bottoms gala. I think that's what she looks like. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely, just for anyone who's just tuned in, I want to confirm that I'm not gala of Freed from Desire fame. But if, they back stars the... in, if they brought back stars in their eyes, I might go on it as her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to make this happen now. Oh, God. Oh, God, my face is aching. Yeah. Um, on, on the flip side of that, is there any songs that kind of put you in the feels or kind of bring that emotion out in you? Um, yeah, I mean, we we, we have a, a brunch that we do... Um, every every month in London and then sometimes up and down the country depending on um where we're at we do Manchester a lot and we always end the brunch and this is what's pissed me off a little bit actually um is is that people now do it at other brunches and I don't own the rights to the song whatever but it's something that we've done and I just see it popping up everywhere now but I'm not saying invented song I'm just saying that I just see it at lots of places watching you um and it's uh, we own form of flattery yeah this is it um we always finish with a big sing song of Whitney Houston I have nothing and it's just like it's such like I say to everyone at the end again, you know, we 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 literally whip them up into a frenzy, you know, with fabulous drag queens and and prosecco and 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 silly prizes and things like that. And then at the end, you know, they they're all they're all into it. And at the end, I'm like, right, grab your hands now. This is all about getting in and showing the love. And literally, like, you know, people bring their grandparents, their mums, and things like that to the events now. And just seeing them, um, that that's at moments where I look around and I go seeing the joy in other people's faces do you know what I mean that's, and I, and that's, that, that's when I think all oh, right okay so perhaps this is all right then <laughs> no do you know what I, I love these kind of conversations for that exact moment because again like you need to give yourself props for that because you created that space oh, for people to be yeah. able to like do that you know, so do you know what I think what what I love about it is is I think that you know there's so much hostility um out there to lots of marginalized groups at the moment and um and without trying to be Miss World again, the one thing that I love is that the events, particularly what we do, and, and even on the Instagram page, everybody's so, there's there's none of that. It's this perfect crossover between, um, and safe space, I would say, mm. um, between LGBTQIA plus um, culture and, and, you know, dare I say it, straight women, you know? And I think that... Um, it's a really, 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 really nice space. And I, you know, I think particularly with all these issues going on, you know, it's very documented in the media, you know, people coming for drag queens, people come for, you know, all of that. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of times where I think, do you know what, Gareth, you've got a load of followers here, you should be saying something about this and you should be doing something. And, you know, the thing that stops me is I'm going, I will say and share what's right and what's feel, but I need to remember that this is a safe space, and 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 it's yeah. not it's 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 not because I don't. I mean, it's quite obvious that I support 
and you know all of, yeah, yeah. all of these but but the second i step into that arena and 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 invite you know comments from from people who don't agree with that lifestyle it then pollutes the safe space that yeah. that, that people feel there because you know i don't want to go through um you know it's not about policing comments but it's just i don't want people to use hun culture and things like that as as a as a way as a to dartboard either yeah yeah that's a really really good um good way of putting it but also you know i i, I it's it's a safe space for people to come and have a laugh you know uh, you know sometimes i just want to say sometimes you know if you if you are against you know any sort of marginalized people don't follow the page because this ain't it for you but, yeah. but it's uh you know the second i start having an opinion on that it's like where does it stop um, yeah. you know and 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 sometimes I haven't got the headspace the language um to to do it you know um I think it's incredibly but, respectable to be fair like, I yeah. actually really respect that yeah I mean there's 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 some you know the, I of course I have an opinion on it and I think you know w w where I do my bit for the community you know is it, not necessarily in in words or condemning things or get or sticking my nose in or having an opinion on it is is providing you know places where drag performers can perform and will feel safe and yeah. um, and all, all of that um and that's the kind of bit what what i do you know and and uh, whenever we do charity events it's always direct you know the the, the money stuff goes to those sort of marginalized areas and i think the second, I, I haven't got the I haven't got the language to be to to be a mouthpiece on on that yeah. because I'd be C bombing and F bombing and this that and the other and it's just, <laughs> that's never good for anybody. So, um, so yeah. So I think you know it's 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 very much a um, a choice and it's not about me not you know not staying quiet. It's about I think that it's about ring fencing that safe space where. Yeah there are going to be people firing off at Twitter on loads of other stuff and then they can come to this space and then forget about it. And that's kind of, a, you know, if, if anybody thinks that's cowardly, then then so be it. But that's I kind don't of, think, yeah. I don't think it's cowardly. I think it's, if anything, it's, it's respectable. And I think for anyone who is familiar with you and kind of like the, the spaces that you've created, I mean, I've said it numerous times throughout this, obviously recording, like they would get that 110%. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think I think it's, um, you know, it's it's a tough old world out there at the moment. And I think, you know, these mar marginalized people, you know, um, they're, they're getting fired at from all, you know, from all angles. And I think that, um, you know, I think it's important that, you know, we we have this community where we can where we can stick together. I think, you know, a lot of, you know, 80 percent of my followers are, are, are women, are straight. I would I obviously don't know their, their sexuality. Um, but I'm going to assume just by the people yeah. who, are, who are attracted to it that they're, that they're probably straight straight women. Um, and I think that, you know, when I see all this stuff in the newspaper and stuff like that, I'm like, you know, not that I've got 68 million followers that, that you know, the whole breadth of the, the country. But I just know that that's not it's not what the general population feel like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a bit of a sense. It's a bit of a sense test or a sense check as well. But yeah. No, I, do you know what? I, this has been an absolute bouter of an episode. I feel like I've laughed, <laughs> almost wanted to cry at some point. <laughs> I feel like I, obviously, I know you from Hunsnet and stuff like that, but yeah. like, I feel like I respect you so much more. Oh, that's very like, kind. Thank you. Genuinely, um, like it's been. We've lived, we've loved, we've laughed. 
No, no. <laughs> I draw the line. You draw the line. I draw the line that, that. That's where your that's that's where your hand <laughs> level drops. Yeah. My, oh, my damn it. Cough has run it. Yeah, we we oh, we found we found the um we found your the the depths of your hand, and we won't we won't we won't continue with that. <laughs> no. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.